sync it up nicely. The periods will be in sync. Oh, double periods? That's a lot of tampons. It is a lot of tampons, I'm guessing. Or pads. I don't know. Oh, I'm a pad. If I had a, a, a snatch, I would be using uh, pads. Yeah, we've talked about this. Welcome to Trudging Along, guys. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, we did talk about this. We talked about this, yeah, about a year ago now, yeah, almost, yeah, almost yeah, to the yeah. day. But uh, I always think about it, right? Yeah, you kind of, kind of, I, I do kind of wonder. If I had a vagina, what would it be like? I think a lot of men should think about that. Yeah, you know what? I think the world would be a better place if you thought if you had a vagina. Yeah, how big of a burden that is. Yeah, and then all of the aspects that go along with it. How and would we you? We have it so good. All we just have is a dick that we can just play with. Okay. What? Yeah, you could just play. I mean, you can. If you, I think if you have a, but you can also. The nice thing I, about I think a it's vagina. It's way harder having a vagina than a penis. I don't disagree with you at all. I'm saying you can play with it though. And you can also play with it. Oh, you uh, put you can put like uh, you yeah, put, but you uh, can glass be, dildos of it. Yeah, they, sure, any kind, and they can be made of anything. But imagine having a glass. You one? You could have an all natural. You could go vegan and have a cucumber. Cucumbers are awesome. They're pretty cool. Although I'm a little jealous of the girth. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's been a bit, but thanks for joining us. You've probably turned it off. I, I imagine anyone that was like, "Oh, I'm excited for this podcast," yeah, turn which it right is off. already low. Turn it off. We got Bud Light here. They they heard this. They're like, "Yeah, you know what? Didn't miss it that much." They're Quite. gonna turn it off when they see we're drinking Bud Light. Bud Light's Very great. sweet today. Bud Light's great. Uh, no, that's just that's just your fear. You're tasting the fear. Okay. <laughs> because drum roll, please. Where are you going tomorrow? I'm going to Dublin. You're going Dublin, to Dublin, Ireland. Ireland. I am truly jealous of you. And you know, I was thinking of that pickup line. Uh, are you from Ireland? Because when I look at you, my penis is Dublin. Have you heard that That's one? That's two inches for you yeah, on I a know. good day. If I it's know. warm out. Uh-huh. If it's warm out. Oh, yeah, because it gets softer and longer. You're exactly right, yeah. Ew. Yeah, that was pretty gro- uh, gross. Softer and longer was yeah. gross. That was gross. But hey, if you got to pick one way to go, do you want it harder and shorter or softer and longer? Softer and longer. Probably not. Wait a minute, but if it's softer and longer, that means it's not hard and short. Exactly. It's hard and long. And I guess you could just you could t- tape it to that glass dildo you were talking about earlier, and then it's a win-win. Ugh. It's longer, and now uh, there's a stiff something. You're longer lying down. That's what I hear. Um, so you're, yeah, you're, you're looking forward to the flight immensely. No, I'm a, I have a strong fear of flying. You do indeed, yeah. yeah and so. I'm just, I'm, I, I'm lucky. I just, I feel blessed that I skipped that particular phobia. Uh, yeah, I don't know what, how it happened. I think I've talked about this too before on the show. Oh, probably. Yeah, it's uh, it's a problem. Yeah, it's it's gotten it's, better over the years though. It's your better. cross to bear. It's your burden. I was just on a flight. I went to, I went to. Uh, oh yeah, tell him this. How fucking I've never in my I would never do that. Even if I wasn't okay, or, or sorry, I wasn't scared of flying. I'd still not do that turnaround time you had. Oh, the turnaround time specifically. That was fucking horrible. Yeah, it wasn't the best on the old uh, the body or the mind. Yeah, what, so you you left Thursday and came back Saturday. So the thing with this is, I went to a wedding in in Hamilton, Ontario, and for those of you that know anything Steel about town. Hamilton, Ontario, it kind of sucks. So um, it's an industrial city. Some dear friends of mine were getting married, and they had postponed their wedding twice. They were supposed to get married in Mexico. Um, I always say November. It was technically like December first, I think, or second, uh, twenty twenty. Obviously, when everything went tits up, it was postponed until this past uh, March, uh, twenty twenty two, in Mexico. But the cutoff date for everyone getting a full refund was January, and they just didn't know what kind of restrictions were going to be in place. So they decided to kibosh Mexico altogether and reschedule it for Canada Day in Hamilton, Ontario. 
I I I don't I don't know if they listen to this, but that is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Oh, thanks for knocking my friends like that. But well, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and assume that the reason that they picked that weekend is because most people would have it off work. A holiday, yeah, no, it's a good and holiday also, weekend for a wedding. And also, it would be very tough to secure a venue starting in February, basically, of this year. When all of the weddings in the past two years rolled into this year. Wait, where was the wedding at? It was like a golf course or something? It was at a beautiful place. My brother and I kept calling it Edgelord Manor, but that Ooh, edging? It's it's I think it's Edgewater Manor, but every well, as soon as we saw Edge, you we know just called it Edgelord edge. is? Yeah, that's why we kept calling it Edgelord Manor. I think why it was is called edging popular. Edgewater. Well, it uh, double your pleasure, double your fun. Ugh. It's uh, it's you know, it's it, you're 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 suspending, yeah, you're suspending gratification. Okay. And then when you bust, it's supposed to be even bigger. Uh, see, uh, we have to cut this. No, we're not cutting. No, see, I do all the cutting, and I'm not cutting no, shit. No, I'm talking about. You said bust and prolonging, and we're talking about edging. I just want to walk out of the room. Yeah, go for it, right off a cliff. Um, so yeah. it was at Edgelord Manor. In Hamilton, lovely venue. Uh, it wasn't a golf course, I don't think. You said Edgelord Manor again. See, that's what it, yeah. Anyways, it was there uh, about 10 minutes from the lovely Sandman that I stayed at. That <laughs> hotel's a dump. I'll say that. I'll say that for free. They don't own the hotel. I they stayed don't own at the Sandman in, in Calgary, and, it, and it, was, it was not. No, they had, uh, a fucking, they had a fucking pool. So they, we check in. I'll get to, you know what? Okay, let's go back, and I'll get to checking in. So... We're flying, so so we find out in February, January, I think, that we got this wedding coming up in Hamilton. I immediately check flights, and the flights round trip are close to two grand for two people to fly to Ontario. Which is insane. Well, uh, not really, because I, it's more expensive no, to fly in Canada than it is somewhere else. That's fucking insane. So I call up my brother, God bless him, uh, uh, my brother Adam, who is a pilot. And I said, look, man, uh, we got these – you, you, he got invited to the wedding too. I said, are you going to go? He said, I don't know. Okay. So I said, let's just put off these flights because I don't want to think about how expensive it's going to be. So put off the flights. Don't bother uh, buying any. And it turns out, as luck would have it, Adam gets his schedule end of May. He can make it to the wedding. Great. What that means is that we can now fly with him on standby. So instead of costing $2,000, it's going to cost a little less than $200 round trip for both of us, like my wife and myself. So we're saving a ton of dough. I'm thinking it's great savings. Great. Yeah. The savings are there. The savings make sense. It's like sense. Walmart when they draw. What's that? Roll roll off the rack or what? No, roll back. Roll back. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So Thanks. we're flying with Adam. The kicker, though, is that it's standby. So Thursday morning, the wedding's on Friday, Canada Day. We're leaving on Saturday. So... We got. We're getting there on Thursday and leaving on Saturday. Now Ontario. So, sorry to interrupt you. Really go quick. ahead. What time did your flight arrive Thursday? This is the thing I was gonna say. So Ontario is three hours ahead of us. Adam is coming in from Montreal Thursday morning, so he's catching a flight at like four four a.m. Quebec time. And he's already flown that day from Vancouver to Montreal and then back. So so he flew to he flew so the Wednesday he flew to Toronto then did a leg to Montreal then. So so he he leave, we leave off with Adam late Wednesday night in Montreal. He's taking a, like a three or I think a four a.m. flight. That's a six-hour <clears throat> flight too. Yeah, four-hour flight out of Montreal. Now one a.m. our time. Yeah. To fly back to Vancouver to pick us up to fly back to Toronto. Montreal to Vancouver back is like five and five hours and forty minutes. Or six right. Hours. So he's checking all of the flights between Vancouver and Toronto on Thursday, which one we can, cause he can see, ex he can see um, what the loads are. 
Hell yeah. Let's yeah, see what yeah, yeah. Are. You can see the loads for your flight. So he can see exactly how many people are. are and where it's going? Can he, can he pick where it lands? No, he doesn't get to pick where it lands. That's actually predetermined. <laughs> That's how we know where we're going. Okay. So he picks. He, he looks at the flights at like what we have the best chance of getting on based on standby, based on how many other people are on standby, based on how many seats are available. And he goes, okay, let's try for the 1130 flight. He's like, if, if so long as this Montreal flight isn't postponed, then I'll meet you guys at like 10 at the airport and we'll go and we'll get this 1130 flight. If we don't make this flight, say we get bumped to another one because it's full, there's another three or four flights we can make. Now, keep in mind, we're leaving ideally at 1130 a.m. Vancouver time, Jesus. which is 230 p.m. Ontario time. And it's a four and a half, five hour flight. So best case scenario, we're getting in at like seven o'clock. Yeah, it's a five-hour thurs- flight on a Thursday on the night because you're going in the headwinds. So we get to the airport, no problem getting through security. Meet Adam on the other side. He makes his flight, no problem. But our flight out of Vancouver is delayed by about an hour. Nothing crazy, but we end up getting on the flight. We were hoping to get first-class pods because with Adam's passes, if they're available, they'll give it to us. But they were all full, so we were at the very, very back of the plane, which isn't bad because it's one of the big planes where it's. Three seats and then an aisle, then three seats, then an aisle, then three seats. So nine seats across with two aisles. Make sense so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're at the very back. The nice thing about being at the very back is that you always wipe front to back. Always wipe front to back. There's no one to the left of us or the right of us. Like the very last. Oh, it's empty in the plane. Well, no, but those those side aisles. Yes, those side aisles. Yeah, exactly. They start a bit further ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually quite nice. So I'm in the very middle seat of this middle aisle. My wife is to my left. Adam is to my right. We're just happy as pigs and shit that we got on this flight because it means, hey, we're going to get there uh, and it's not going to be too, it's too nice late. It's nice to have everyone you know in the same uh, three seats, too. It was great. It yeah. was it was fantastic. Did I had you to, drink? Oh, yeah. So they come down. Get this, though. So a couple things happened on this flight. The first thing was Adam said, look, we're going to meet people uh, like at Toronto Pearson, some of the security staff that are new and they're going to give us trouble. Just watch. I was like, okay, wait. He's like, same thing with some flight attendants. Some of the flight attendants are new. So we're on the flight and Adam's like, I'm going to get this round of drinks because I can use my employee discount. I was mm-hmm. like, great. No he problem. He has a card? Yeah. He's like, so what are we going to get? He's got an employee ID number on his card. So they come to, uh, back and, and Adam's like, what do you want? I said, let's get a couple Heinekens. Let's get a couple uh, like Ryan Cokes or something. Great. So we, so they, they bring everything out. They're like, what's your employee ID? Adam gives it to her. She punches it in the machine and she goes, yeah, no, sorry. I guess the employee ID doesn't work for drinks. Adam just goes, yeah, okay. Gives her his visa. She leaves and he looks at me and goes, no, it definitely works for, 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 for beverages. She's just one of those new people that doesn't know what they're doing. So, okay, we got stiff little in the drinks. No big deal, right? So right in front of us, this is a key part. Right in front of us, the three aisles, the three seats right in front of us, there's a mom on the left side, Uh-oh. a child in the middle, and this child, by the way, had fucking, not AirPods, but over-the-head Apple headphones, the $700 phones. She's the, This little bitch has a fucking Apple Watch and an iPad. She has like $1,400 They're worth really, of gear. Are they like a wealthy family? I don't know why they were sitting in the fucking back in coach if, if yeah. she has you know more than a, a first-class ticket wrapped around her. But the guy in the right seat, so we got the mom, we got the daughter. Daughter's in front of me, mom's in front of my wife, and then in front of Adam is an older gentleman. I want to say mid-60s, Okay. Right at takeoff, like we're kind of climbing, this guy's phone goes off. No fucking way. And he goes to answer it. 
No. Swear to God. His I would have lost it. His phone goes off, and he goes like this. He slides, and he goes, hello? And I'm like, hey, airplane mode, buddy. And he turns around, and he looks at me through the seat like a Jeepers Creepers, like the, the yeah, VHS yeah, yeah, cover, yeah. the Jeepers Creepers. And I'm like, airplane mode. And that, then, that's dangerous. Then he, then he like turned. He like he goes, sorry. I don't. I think mean, there's a bit of a um, language barrier. There's definitely a language barrier. Actually, now that I'm not because this comes later in the story. So he's an older Asian gentleman. He like kind of like fumbles with his phone, turns it off, whatever. And I kind of like roll my eyes. I'm like, okay, like it, this probably isn't your first time on a plane. Just fucking airplane mode. That's crazy that he answers his phone during takeoff. I would have fucking punched him out. <laughs> okay, so fast forward like halfway through our flight. We're about two hours, four and a half hour flight. We're a little over two hours into the flight. And the seatbelt sign comes on, this chime comes on, and the TVs all have like a passenger announcement thing come on them. And I'm like, what is this? So I take my headphones out because I'm watching my iPad. And we hear over the loudspeaker, um, hello, yes, is there, is there, are there, if there are any medical professionals on board, can you please let yourself known to a flight attendant, uh, the nearest flight attendant, or just ring your call bell? Thank you. And so immediately I'm like, what's going on? So I look at Adam, and Adam goes, oh, fuck. I look at my wife, who's a nurse, and she's like... Adam thought they were going to do emergency She's landing. like, I'm not, I'm not. Well, we weren't sure, so we're like, what's going on? So then we see two flight attendants running from the front of the plane to the back. Then they all huddle to in the this galley. this fucking guy? <laughs> then they, no, no, they run past this guy, but this guy plays a key, a key part in it. He's a doctor? So... So they go to the back and they're huddling around each other and they're talking and they're, t- and they're talking. And then like one of them runs back up to like, like past us down the aisle with a, like a glass of orange juice. Now we're again, very Diabetic? back, very back of the plane. There's like 30 rows, then like bathrooms, then more rows. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a big plane. Yeah. So Adam looks down the aisle. He, he, he like, he does this. He like leans over to the side and then he comes back and he goes, Oh God. I said, what, what, what's going on? What's, what, what, what is it? What do you see? He's like, they have her in the aisle. I said, what? He's like, they have her laid out in the aisle. They have this woman laid out on her back in, like, in the fucking aisle. And Adam immediately pulls up the map that shows you. You know, you can pull up a map where it's like, this is where you started. This is where you're going. This is your cruising altitude. This is how fast you're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's looking because he's looking to see, are we descending at all? Because like right now we're over Manitoba. Yeah. So you thought <laughs> so, you guys were. So right. Adam and I are like, well, I hope I hope you fucking like Winnipeg because that's where we're going. That would have sucked. But they're not descending. Adam's like, okay, great. Now at this point, one of the flight attendants comes back, and then she like kneels, kneels down next to the guy in front of us, and she's like, hey, can you like? So she starts speaking. I don't know if it's Cantonese, Mandarin. Starts speaking Chinese to the gentleman, and then he goes, okay, yeah. So then he gets up and he follows her up. Okay. Um, so he's a doctor. Yeah. So he's he's watching he's watching he's watching Blood Diamond. By the way, he's got it on his TV. Great good, movie. Good show, great yeah. great show. So he pauses Blood Diamond. He gets <laughs> up. He gets up. He goes to the front with uh, with her. Like I'm craning my neck to see Adam's kind of peering over the aisle, but he just goes and he's kind of like with a couple flight attendants. He's like, okay, okay. He comes back to his seat. Did he give her a, a Boston steamer? I don't know what that is. And if it's sexual, gross. He comes back to his seat. Also inappropriate. Okay, there's a woman yeah, in the yeah, aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So he goes back to his seat. He pa- he resumes Blood Diamond. Puts his headphones back in. The flight attendant comes back, is talking to him a, a little bit. He's like, okay, okay, yeah, good. Keeps watching keeps watching the, the show. About 20 minutes go by. Nothing really happens. Adam's like, okay, we haven't descended. We're probably going to just like, we're going to see this through to Toronto come hell or high water. Mm-hmm. Flight attendant comes back. Kneels down, starts talking with the gentleman again. He can, he, he's kind of like, he looks at his watch. He goes, okay. Then he pauses Blood Diamond again. He gets up. I think it's the part where DiCaprio's pulling his tooth out. Or oh, yeah, No, yeah. that was the first time. Bling, I think. First bling, pause. bling, bang. So then, then, he, then he leaves again, okay? Leaves again. Uh, uh, gone for like another five or ten minutes. Comes back. 
Adam's again checking. He's checking to see if we're landing. Nothing. Sits down again, and the lady leans over to him. Again, the, 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 we have the, the, the small child who's oblivious to this, by the way. She's happier than a clam because she's got her Apple Watch and her iPad and her noise-canceling headphones. The mom leans over across the child and says to the older gentleman, is she okay? And then he goes this. He goes, he goes oh, yeah, no, fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's like dismisses kind of like, yeah, fine. Uh, starts watching Blood Diamond again. He's very invested in what's happening to DiCaprio now. I don't think he's seen the film before. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And he's kind of getting, I think he's a little restless that he's, it's interrupted. Flight attendant comes back a third time. Okay. okay. Now, now she's kneeling uh, in, in, in front of him, and she goes, okay, so um, we've called the paramedics. They're going to meet us when we land. And she's going to go to the hospital. And then he's, I, he says something I can't hear. She, she goes, no, he's, he, she's awake now, but she, because you know she collapsed, she's going to be going to the hospital. You can go with her if you want. Why would he go with her? So then, so then the flight attendant's like, if you'd like, we can actually see if, if someone wants to, to trade you spots so you can sit with your wife. Oh! <laughs> this... It wasn't a doctor? It was Stone cold motherfucker. What a loser. His wife was passed out in an aisle, and all he cared about was fucking Blood Diamond. It's just the same piece of shit that was on his phone. On his t- phone, yeah. Okay. So then he kind of like does this. He's kind of like... Okay, and then some other like some some young uh, lady, probably like in the early twenties, kind of thing, like some young um, a person. She comes back and she takes his seat, and then she just uh, exits Blood Diamond and starts watching something else. And he goes, and I don't see him again. And then we all when we land, we get the we get the notification like everyone, please stay in your seats while the uh, we've had a medical emergency on board. The paramedics going to come help her off, and then we can uh, then you guys can can get up. Um, and that was that was our flight to that was our flight to Hamilton. Can you leave that fucking asshole, though? What, not Hamilton? It, Toronto. Or, sorry, Toronto. That was our it place, Toronto. It, they stayed. Yeah. I bet you the woman was fine, too. She probably had a fainting spell. Or yeah, I don't know. Something. I think I think if it was... I, no. I, I don't know, though. I was talking to Adam, and he's like, here's the thing. If someone dies on the flight, we just put them back in their seat and put a blanket over them until we land. Do they really? Yeah. Well, they have to. They can't panic. What are they going to do? Land? Yeah. Like, they're going to do an emergency landing? It's not an emergency anymore. He's dead. Yeah, that's right. Just like from uh, Commando, when Arnold kills that guy. Uh, and Just like from Commando. He's dead tired. Huh? So we get to Toronto. We're a little late, but we get an Uber from there to, to Hamilton. It was only like 80 bucks. It's not bad. Yeah. Considering it was going to cost me over $900 to rent a car for less than 48 hours. It's not that far from, from Toronto to It was uh, like Hamilton? 40 minutes. Yeah. Like a 40-minute drive to the hotel. We pull up to the Sandman. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Which is in the same hotel as a fucking Walmart, which also— That's pretty convenient, actually. To any, well, here's the thing. To anyone that lives in Ontario, you're in a fucking militant state because guess what's closed on Canada Day? Walmart. Whew. Liquor stores. There's a sex shop down the road closed as well. There was no liquor stores open on Canada? There was one liquor store open like 10 minutes down I'm the sure road. sure you sniffed it out. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, can you leave that? A Walmart's not fucking open on— on Canada Day? That doesn't Day? make any sense. It makes zero sense. It's an American company. What do they fucking care? Anyways, we get into the, we pull into the Sandman, immediately see that there's a Denny's and a Moxie's attached to the hotel. Yes! That's how you know. Did you go there and do shots right away? It's a prime establishment. We get in there, and the guy's like, okay, so you'll be here two nights. That's uh, $602. I said, okay. Give him the card. He goes, oh, and we're going to hold an extra $200. Oh, they always do that. Yeah, it's the uh, hospitality fee. 
It's ridiculous how they have that fee. It's fucking crazy. I'm already giving you what? what's $800 for two nights? They're like, don't worry. We'll refund it to you as long as nothing happens. Yeah. That's how you know you're in a – I've never been to – I've been to the Fairmont and Whistler. They don't go, oh, here, we need an extra 200 just they, in case. That, that part of it, they don't tell you. Oh. They, they do that still. Okay. Yeah, they, I just feel like after, as soon as afterwards when you get the bill, you'll see the hospitality. Uh, no, it was no. He no, it was a hold. It was no, a no, hold. no. You'll see the hold back. It says oh, uh, it, it'll say minus two hundred and seventy-five or whatever they but it, they charge it, it, for the he, hospitality. But he's no, no. It wasn't a hospitality fee. He said no. They call it that. But so long as nothing goes wrong, we refund it. Yeah, that's what they call it. Oh, like it, it gets uh, refunded. Fuck up. It, yeah. It gets oh, okay, 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 okay. So. I was kind of like put out because I've pulled up to a, a you know a Denny's with a fucking uh, bunk over top of it that wants me to ch- like charge me an extra two hundred dollars as a just in case fee. But whatever, he's like pools open till ten, uh, so we have like another hour to hit that if we want. Uh, he's like it's down the hall and then um, it opens up at eight a.m. I was like great. We run upstairs, throw our bags down. I haven't eaten all day. I've oh had yeah, the, I've had the Heinekens and a couple rye so gingers or whatever. So you just got the buzz going. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's worn off by now because oh. yeah. But I'm like I'm itching for some good food and a drink. So we head back down. We're going to go to the Moxie's that's next door. We walk by the pool. I swear to fucking God, it's an industrial-sized bathtub. It is like a, it is a perfect square of like 12, maybe 14 feet by 14 feet. And they basically put it in there so they could say on their website, we've got a pool. Wait, but it, it, it was, had water in it. It was clean. It had water in it. Clean? You know how you, when you look at water... You can sometimes see almost like a translucent, oily film on top. Mm-hmm. That was on there. I was in uh, Merritt. It's a small, you know, Merritt. You I do know Merritt it's well. Yeah, a small town, and they they have a brand new uh, um, uh, Holiday Inn Express. You know, I've the seen ones? that. Yeah, it's right, so right, right beside. Like, it's right yeah. beside Gas Up. That's yeah, brand new. So I stayed there. We went. I went for oh, a no, com- comedy. When I went for the comedy tour with oh, yeah, uh, yeah. James. Yeah, and we went there and stayed one night and. They had a great pool. It was like an Olympic-sized swimming pool with two hot tubs. That's fucking. But awesome. they overchlorined the pool, and you get you get in the pool, and I'm and and we were like something's wrong, and your eyes were like burning, and your oh. skin felt like you're in, dipped in acid. <laughs> and like uh, even afterwards, I would shower, and I was and I would, I'm in the bed, and your legs and everything feels like you're covered in like mites. And they uh, charge you two hundred dollars extra as a holding fee, no, as they a hospitality fee. Didn't. I, like so, and then I watched Hard Target with Van Damme. Yeah, then you got a Hard Target mm-hmm. in the back of James's head. Yeah, 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 that too. So, um, bypass. I, I make a mental note. There's no fucking way I'm getting into that water. I go down the hallway, and we, we're we're on our way to the Moxies, and I start seeing all of these large guys. Oh yeah, a lot of them. A lot of large. And I don't mean fat. I mean like big. Big guys, like uh-huh. not like not like super chiseled, but like they could kill me with one hand tied oh, behind yeah, their back. Keep going with clothes. this, right? And they're all wearing the same colored shirt. Oh, they're bikers. We get closer, and it's a dark forest green color. And there's a little emblem on the front. It says yellow emblem. It looks like a deer. Oh, okay. And I and I and I look closer. John Deere. I'm like, I've seen that John logo Deere, before. Lawnmower? It was the fucking entire team of the Edmonton Elks. Oh! They were all staying at the same hotel because they were playing the Hamilton Tiger Cats yeah, the next yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So That's all, great. All these guys were walking to Moxie's looking to get their drink on before their game the next day. They're probably nice guys, no? I didn't talk with them because I don't care about sports. Okay. And I was hungry. I just thought it was very... Uh, I thought it was quite funny that, you know, like I'm from Edmonton in the area and the entire football team from that area was staying at the exact same hotel the exact same weekend in Hamilton. Get to Moxie's, 
and it was a shit show. There's a lot of Eskimo or, uh, elks there. There's a lot of the that br- makes it more fun. The bridal party was there. They're like, "Oh my god, Trev, how's it going?" So you so, got wasted there. Yeah, so we started. We got after it. We were doing shots. We had they had a great craft logger on tap. Oh, wasn't it cozy and nice in there then? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Although I ordered so I ordered some wings. I'm not kidding you. Best chicken wings of my fucking life. Both the, they were like they were nice and crisp. They At weren't the too dressed. I swear to God. I was as shocked as you are. I'm shocked <laughs> to say it. My brother and I were like, I still don't we have to it. get wings several more times. I don't buy it right now. But we got to go to this Moxie's at the Sandman. If you guys are ever in Hamilton and staying at the Sandman, go to that Moxie's, get the wings. Tell them Trev sent you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't give you, I don't know who the fuck I am. But so we get these wings that come out lickety split, right? Lickety split. We're super hungry. And then my buddy comes over, the best man, and he says, hey, you know what? I got a steak earlier, and I'm not kidding you, one of the best steaks I've had. He said, at this fucking Moxie's. I was, just sh- again, shocked. But shocked. after after the wings, I'm going, okay, maybe let's give it a whirl. So my brother and I order steaks. It takes over an hour to get our steaks. And we get them. And they're fucking lukewarm and, like, hard as a rock. well. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, like, I'm a bartender. I fucking hate complaining. But I went and found the manager. And I was like, hey. I, I led with this. I said, feel free to go tell me to go fuck myself. I'm like, I'm a bartender. I get it. You guys are getting slammed. You got a wedding here. You got a football team here. That being said, we got our steaks. It took over an hour. I've seen two tables get their food. They came out, and they were just atrocious. Mm-hmm. I was like, is there any way you could, like, I don't know, take care of a round of drinks or something? She's like, don't worry. I got you. Took care of the steaks. Took care of the appies. Took care of a round of drinks. It was great. Had a great time. There you go. But the fucking, you know, what's, if you're at a restaurant where the chicken wings are better than the steak, that's a fucking problem. That is a big problem. Yeah. And, um. I looked up at one point and I realized it was 1.30 in the morning and we were the only ones left in the Moxies. The football team what was time, gone. The so bridal party. What time did you enter the Moxies at? Like somewhere between 9 and 9.30. That's what I'm talking about. Left there at 1.30. We we realized we didn't have any anything to – there was nothing more to drink. So we go up to the room. We turn on Ocean's Eleven. We go suck, to sleep. Suck each other off? Yeah, that's right. Well, there's got to be a little of alcohol in that. After everything we drank, there's got to be an alcohol. Uh, like a semen what alcohol content. What about uh, beer? For, didn't they have a mini bar? No, no mini bar. Sandmark. <laughs> Sandman or something. Oh, this fucking place. Fuck. Yeah, and then the next day was the wedding. So get up, get ready. Uh, I I had uh, the best man drive me down to... Uh, Were you hungover in the morning? Oh, nope. you don't get hangers. No, I got... <laughs> There's no way you don't get it. You, you, you feel sluggish. I swear to God. Well, I, I got up at 8... Adam a- was hungover. Adam... Actually, he was feeling fine. We got up, I got up at 8 a.m. No, actually, he was feeling pretty bad. Got up at 8 a.m. to go down to the pool with my with the, uh, the best man's name was Mike. I was going to go down to the pool with Mike, and he was going to bring his son down because someone to go swimming. So I texted him, no answer. I texted his wife at like quarter after 8. She said, nope, um, son's still sleeping, so we're not going to the pool. So I got another hour or two. Uh, went down to the pool, and I was like, I don't want to swim in this fucking thing, but you know, I want to hang out with my buddy. I don't get to see him very often. I get down there. I put on my trunks, get down to the pool. They're just getting out. He's like, yeah, Jacob only wanted to swim for two or three minutes, so we're going back upstairs now. I was like, Jacob, you're a godsend. Thank you. I didn't want to get in this filth anyways. He drives me to the liquor store. Go to the liquor store. Stock out the mini fridge. Go back to Moxie's. Get the wings again. What time is this at now? This is at like, now we're talking about like 1230-ish. Oh, okay. So he... No, sorry, noon. What time is the wedding at? Um, wedding's at four. Oh, so you had a big time. We get, we, get to, we get to Moxie's, by the way. Uh, and she goes, hey, guys, um, can I get you anything? Just so you know, we have specials on our double gin and tonics and half-price tequila shots. Mm-hmm. So we immediately get around on tequila shots and uh, double G and Ts. Start slamming those back. 
I run out to go get some beer, pop it up into the mini fridge, go back, slam some more drinks, get ready, chug a bunch of those beers, get an Uber to the uh, wedding. Lovely ceremony outside. Wanted to rain, but didn't. Got a bit of a breeze. It was kind of hot as fuck, but great ceremony. Have a good time. Um, start with the cocktail hour outside. Move inside for the festivities. Uh, I was the MC, so I was uh, running around doing all that stuff. Uh, open bar. Closed, shut the place down, went back, ended up in someone's hotel room at like 1.32. At one point, there was a bottle of Glenlivet in my hand, so I was down in that. Someone ordered pizza, had a couple slices of those. Ugh. Someone asked if we could go get ice at one point in this hotel room. Adam and I leave to get ice, and as we're walking down the hallway, we're about to pass the elevators. The doors open up, and like the manager and security are walking up. And Adam and I look at each other, and then Adam, Adam says... Uh, noise complaint? And the manager says, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. Adam's like, yeah, I think it's down there. He's like, oh, no, we know. Adam's like, oh, yeah, really? no, they've been crazy. So we go and get some ice. We're coming back with the ice to the hotel room. The manager and security are standing at the front door with the groom, who at this point looks like Abu from Aladdin. He's got his vest on from his tux and nothing else underneath, his dress pants on, and he's trying to tell them, yeah, sorry, it's a wedding. We'll try and keep it down. Meanwhile, security sees us, thinking we're going to go up and complain some more, and he's about to like stop a fight. We just blow right by him and keep drinking, baby. Nice. We go to bed at like 3.30 or 4, get up at 6. Oh, my God. Cab to Toronto Pearson for 7. Our flight's at 8.30 in the morning. We get through security, no problem, because again, pilot brother, grab ourselves some Coors Lights at a at a uh, establishment right near our gate, order some food, some eggs, and some hash browns. How many drinks do you have before the flight? Well, here's the thing. We were just going to have the one. And then 7.45 uh, a.m., our flight's at 8.30. We're about to get ready to pay the bill. We get a notification, oh, your flight's been delayed three and a half hours. Oh, so you got after it. No, we didn't because I was so angry. Both at the establishment I was at because the service was horrendous. And then my flight was canceled. I was like, I don't want to spend more money here. Let's just go. So we pay the bill and I spend the next three hours just like head bobbing onto my carry-on luggage until we're ready to board. Adam gets us tickets. We get on this flight. Adam's like, man, this guy that gave us tickets, he's like, he's an idiot. I was like, yeah, no problem. So I'm expecting us to turn right to go to the back of the plane again. Oh, did he again. surprise you? Yeah. Adam's like Adam. Adam's like I'm up here. Adam got himself a pod. He goes to like where there's like there's front pods and there's like a break and there's back pods. Yeah. And so Adam's like I'm up here. I was like all right, man. We'll see you after the flight. I'm like looking for my seat. The flight attendant's like oh you're right here. She points to a fucking first class pod. I go no. I look at the ticket. I look up. I look up and Adam does one of these. Little <laughs> eyebrow raise at me. Sit down. I conk out for an hour. I wake up. Ryan Ginger's all morning long. Hot breakfast. They got complimentary reach around on this flight. It was the best way to travel. Land, go home, and that was that was all. Like that was like we got we our flight landed at like two thirty or three. So that was like fifty two hours of my life. I wouldn't be able to do that. I just couldn't. No, it got to a a breaking point for me was waiting for our our delayed flight the uh, Saturday morning. That was a breaking point for me. I was ready to snap. Also, everyone's posting about. I I did too. I was like, look at this crazy lineup of security at Toronto Pearson. It was seven. It was seven a.m. in the morning, and there was a massive lineup to get through security. Well, it turns out people posting on like TikTok and Instagram and stuff these massive lines of security. People, it's causing people to freak out. So they're going to their flights five, six, seven hours early. So 
I was talking to a security guy at Toronto Pearson. He's like, yeah, the problem is that in this lineup, we'll have someone who's catching a flight in an hour and someone who's catching a flight in six hours. But everyone's coming right at the first thing in the morning for their flights all day long. He's like, if everyone staggered it according to their Can't flights, it wouldn't be nearly as bad as it is. Yeah. But because everyone's seeing stuff, it's fucking toilet paper all over again. Mm-hmm. Stupid human beings. Yeah. So anyways, that was my, that was my wedding story. I've edited it for brevity, which turns out wasn't it wasn't that brief. But anyway, uh, you have nothing to worry about. The flights are fine. Fuck off. Well, what? what? Well, I, I think our flight will be okay because it's from Vancouver, which is not as busy, and it's oh, direct. your security is fine. Yeah, and then you got a pod, right? You're, you got a pod for the flight. I got a pod, dude. You're. I'm telling you, there. Once you once you go pod, you never go back. I mean, I'm definitely going back because I can't afford pods. Uh, with uh, with like well, all I, the times I fly. Even the premium but. economy, the ones that are after pods, the little section yeah. of of bigger, wider seats. The ones are, where you can still see the pod. Yeah, those are even great too. <laughs> They're okay, but yeah. the problem with those ones is that you can see what's even better. Ah, and no, the nice I thought, thing about being I, I, the when plane, I was in those ones, I, I was like, "This is it. amazing." It's pretty good. The free booze is great, but the price jump for the pods, normally, again, like we, I got them for pretty cheap. That's good, but that's, I got them for, but I, oh yeah, like nothing. You, yeah, because but, they weren't they weren't we were on standby, so they weren't taken, so we just got to sit in them. Funny thing is, it was the it was the cheap business class ones, and then you get the premium business class, but it's the same seat. But they give you 150,000 air miles, and that's the equivalent of another. So I guess if you're a frequent flyer, you pay $7,000, and you get uh, your next flight flight free, technically. Your next flight free. Flight free, flight 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 free, flight flight free. free. Nice. Which I I can understand if you were like a guy that always wants to use pause and he flies quite a bit. That would make sense. That would make a lot of sense. Plus, if you're if you're if you're flying a lot, you're paying seven grand for one way, and then maybe they'll maybe they'll a bit of wiggle room there with but work. But a hundred and fifty thousand air mile points uh, is like huge, except for seven thousand dollars. But I think air miles are going the way of the dinosaur. Did you see Safeway just lost them? Sorry, not air mile. Um, aeroplan. Oh, aeroplan points. My sorry. dad. My dad sent me that email. They're going scene. Safeway's going scene. Well, that's plus. great. Way better. Well, if you like movies, if you like flying, not so much. Wait, doesn't scene offer? Well, yeah, that does, uh, restaurant shit too. Yeah, no, they're really rolling out the scene loyalty program and flight stuff. Maybe they're gonna add airlines. Maybe just uh, canceling out uh, the uh, here's, air miles. Here's what I hate about scene. Okay. For those of you who don't know, scene uh, is is the rewards program that's linked to Cineplex. Uh, like which is a theater chain in Canada. Yeah, if you go to ten movies, you get the one free. Yeah, and if you if you bank with <laughs> Scotiabank, Scotiabank owns Cineplex or owns the scene. I don't know. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, you're richer than you think. Yeah, so th- if you bank with them, you can gain scene points as well. It's all basically to give you. Originally, it was for free movies. Now they're rolling it out to restaurant chains and now grocery stores and shit. So you can I don't know cash in your points for a fucking can of beans or something. Mm-hmm. But Cineplex just introduced. This really fucking grinds my gears. Grind it. They just this has me trudging. This doesn't just have me trudging. If this you has can't me, find it, grind it. They introduced a one dollar and fifty cent booking fee. So if you go to get a ticket online and don't buy it there, they charge you a dollar fifty, not per transaction. So if I go on there and I get like six tickets for all of us going to see a movie, they're charging me a dollar fifty per ticket. Isn't that fucked? Yeah, why is that though? Like, is they that, claim they claim it so that they can like 
maintain the website? Well, they can like yeah, they can basically like. There's it'll, no way it's that much money to maintain. No. Also, you're saving money by my using an app or the website in terms of labor because now you just have machines to buy tickets at the at the, like you don't have nearly as many people working for you. So it's trying to make extra money. Here's the thing though they introduced that they introduced a cine club, uh, uh program. What this is, it's ten bucks a month, and you get like one free movie, and then like twenty five percent off or twenty percent off concession. And if you're a part of that, they waive the booking fee. I'm a part of that Cine Club thing, so I don't have to pay for the booking fee already. It's the fucking principle that you 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 money hungry sons of bitches are gonna try and extract every little fucking dollar you can. It's like it's like fucking Uber Eats or DoorDash now. There's 18 different fees. There's like fuck a, those people. It's just like how do they hire drivers that you wouldn't you wouldn't trust with a potato gun? I told you I had I had one of those drivers the other night. They they I got chicken Alfredo, Cajun chicken Alfredo, no Alfredo sauce. And the sauce comes on the side, it doesn't come inside. And it took me 45 minutes with DoorDash. I was fucking hung up on once to be like, hey guys, they're like they're like, sorry, we don't give refunds if it's just the sauce. I was like, the sauce is in the name. It's not like you forgot ketchup on my burger. It's chicken Alfredo. There's no fucking Alfredo. It's not even called chicken fettuccine well, no, Alfredo. Well, you should have said the sauce was there in a, a separate bag the guy forgot to take. Yeah, I called the restaurant. The restaurant was like, Hey, and for those of you like, wow, Trev, first world problems. I understand it's a privilege that I have money to fucking use a delivery app. No, but it's not because you're Here's still paying thing, for a though. service. Yes, I am. Exactly. I am paying for a service that this guy did not do. I called the restaurant. They're like, it's not a first oh. world problem. Fuck the first world problem. It's a business that was created that makes billions of dollars yes. and you're paying for it. So you I, want it right. I 100% that's agree. It. That's not a first world problem. That's like if you're going to a department store and they give you one shoe, mm-hmm. you're like, that's not first world problems. That's where the fuck's the other shoe, you fucking moron. Yeah. So they didn't bring me my. I called the restaurant. I was like, really sorry, but like there there were two bags here. He d- only grabbed one. We have the second one here. Contact DoorDash. Contact DoorDash through the app. She was like, I, w- I was on the chat with her, and she says, uh, yeah, no, I'm really sorry. We don't do refunds for, for sauces. And then I explained. I was like, hang on a sec. Again, I went through everything. And she goes, yeah, no, I understand. I mean, I'm a customer of DoorDash as well, and this happens to me sometimes, and it's really upsetting. Bitch. I was like, I, I, I messaged, I said, you're not helping. Please refund me. And then she said, I'm sorry, but I'm going to end the chat now. And she's ended the chat. I couldn't believe it. So then I called and I talked to another lady and she was great. I think great. she meant refund on like a side sauce. That's what she was thinking. That's yes, I know. But I explained everything to her. Did you see, it's, it's a sauce I explained. comes with the whole she, entree. She went, she went, I'm sorry, but we don't open up the dishes to make sure that like the sauce is included. That's against our policy. I was like, the guy I, forgot a bag, uh, the, the extra bag. This, I said this. I said, I said, I explained it all. It was like a fucking 10 minute conversation. I explained it all. And then she was still like, yeah, no, sorry. Then I called, explained. I was like, of course. We're gonna credit you. We're gonna refund you. We're gonna can I can I get you can I get you a, a, a first class pod with your next door? I'll I'll have them bring over a pod that you can lay in at your house for an hour free of charge. It was ridiculous, but yeah. So I and you this happens to you all the time, and uh, I oh, got God. to experience it. It was it was fucking yeah the fucking I, yeah. Anyways, it was egregious and uh, egregious and, and uh, that had me trudging. The fucking the fucking. Guy, Blood Diamond guy had me trudging. The fucking Sandman Hamilton had me trudging. The fucking DoorDash bullshit had me trudging. I went and saw. I also went and saw. Well, we should get to what uh, what's got you trudging besides the impending flight. What has me trudging? I don't know, that's what I'm asking. I was gonna say. I was, I've, I've been I've been I've been telling you about my my shenanigans. Although I'm sure you're gonna have a lot of stories when you get back from Ireland. But oh, double Parkers that has me trudging. 
has happened to you recently? Every fucking day. <laughs> and especially in my neighborhood. People just think it's okay to just pull their car over and put the hazards on. It's fine. Oh, you mean down in the, uh, down at your park, uh, parquet entrance? No, not just there. Uh, I swear. <laughs> For those of you just listening, Dave is taking his mic stand and he's ringing it like the neck of a I double I swear parker. to God, you're a fucking loser idiot. Why do you think it's okay because there's no parking spots to pull your car beside a parked car and just put your hazards on? And then you're literally watching people have to stop on each side. You've literally held traffic up yeah. on that street. Uh, driving Are you here, fucking driving, brain dead? Driving here to do this podcast, I got off work. I was like, I don't work tomorrow. I'm going to go hang out with Dave for a bit. We're going to have some beers, podcast. It'll be great. The Driving here, which should have been like a 20-minute drive, which ended up being 30, it brought my mood down so significantly oh, that if fucking nightmare. if if like Satan himself had just appeared in, in the in the vehicle next to me and said, "If you press this button, it'll vaporize everyone in the lower mainland," I would have done it instantly. Well, I just don't get it. We all theoretically agreed to take the same. I'm assuming if you're on the road, by the way, that you were no. There's licensed. some people that don't have a fucking proper license. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm assuming that you got a license from the governing body that I got a license from. Which means, why are you fucking stupid? Why can't you drive? Why is this? I mean, I don't, never mind, I can't say that. I, I'm at a loss. It, I, it seems to be getting worse as the years go on in this, in this city. I know something that got us trudging separately, though. Oh. First with me, and then you said, don't worry about it. And then with you, and then you did something about it. And I was, I was annoyed by you. You and I went and saw Black Phone. Oh, okay, I had to do it. No, no, hang on. Let me. I'll tee. You, I'll tee you up for the part that I wasn't there for. So Dave and I went and saw Black Phone. Great fucking movie, by the way. Scott Derrickson walked away from Doctor Strange two over creative differences, and then he co-wrote and directed Black Phone, which is based on a short story. Great fucking movie. Dave and I went and saw it last Tuesday. Cheap movie night, and it was packed. It was a pretty busy. Theater. Yeah, it was a classic. I haven't seen that kind of theater. It was all young kids wanting to all scare. It was like a horror, you know, the fun kids. That it was. I was like, I was at the Blair Witch Project in 1999. Mostly fucking shit rats, though. That I think yeah. every single, every single little shit in there emptied an entire but, can of Axe body spray on themselves. But before not going in. shit rat like uh you know lower class. Kid. It was shit rat like entitled upper class. Oh yeah, kids. no these yeah these kids like like, like mummy kids that thought mummy they were t- yeah uh, mummy hard. And, yeah mummy and daddy have given me a credit card for my allowance. You know what I mean? Like they get they yeah, they, they, and they just they get a credit they were, card. Like, cool they to the fucking. And it was bad. Yeah, they all stunk like reeked. Of of like an axe body spray, but like 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 a, like a hodgepodge mix of like all the all the different all the different smells, all the different scents of axe distilled into one fucking can that just went off like a fucking bomb in that place. Mm-hmm. So about six or seven rows in front of us, there was a, a probably like ten, ten I don't know like you know, was, fifteen was, year olds. It was uh, I saw them. It was like eight of them. Okay, eight of them. whatever. Yeah, eight. there was a decent amount. This one fucking loser in the middle. I want him dead. He was texting the entire time. If he wasn't just texting, he was fucking snapping. Like he he was he he put. You know how when you take a, a selfie on Snapchat with uh, like uh, it, it'll it'll the screen will flash like bright white to give you a like a, to give you a flash so that it can pick up something in the dark. He did this throughout the entire fucking movie. He was taking selfies during his fucking movie and sending it to some I don't know some poor 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 uh, hopefully uh, age appropriate young woman or young man that should have nothing to do with this fucking asshole because he's doing this during a goddamn movie. 
So he's, he's doing this fucking thing, and I want to throw something. I want to go down there. I got to a point I had nothing to throw. I was like, I'm going to go down there. And Dave was like, look, they're just fucking kids. They're having a good time. Just leave them be. And I was, I was fucking choked. But I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Let's just ignore it. I'll try and enjoy this movie. I had to like reposition myself in my chair. So the guy in front of me kind of blocked this fucking asshole just snapping his own stupid, ugly, moronic face the whole fucking movie. Then we leave, and I was like, okay, I'm going to grab myself uh, an Evo. You're going to catch this guy train, and I'll, I'll talk to you later on tonight. Well, then you texted me about an hour and a half later, and then please tell me what happened after I left. That Yeah, well, it was stupid. The same row of eight shit rat kids. No, they weren't shit rats. They were fucking losers. Uh, I like how you have, for me, a shit rat is just someone I don't like, but I like how there's like a hierarchy. They of were high on some kind of, I think they were loser. like gloating because they were high on, I think they were doing like mushrooms or some kind of psychedelic drug because they were all uh, bragging about it. But one okay. kid was pulling his pants down in front of like everybody going, ah, ah, he was yelling at this. He was like five feet tall and he was like, not like a, you know, not like a rough, like bad neighborhood kid. He was like a wealthy kid, just being a, a, a an idiot. And uh, and then and then they're walking, and he's still yelling. He's yelling like everyone's looking around. Like so, people, where is it? Is this outside the theater? Like yeah, where all the main... restaurants are. Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. and he's still yelling. And then he's and then the 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 transit people are like, shut up to him. Like the security's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And they're all laughing. The security like, oh, we're fine. We're just having fun. And then they go upstairs on the on the waiting for the SkyTrain, and I'm standing by them, and the one guy is going, ha. Ah. He goes, are you good? And he goes, yeah, I'm good. Are you good? And then he, he just, said to you, are you good? Yeah. I'm like, Why yeah, would he say that? I'm good. Are you good? And I, I looked at him like, the fuck are you? Like, I yeah. looked at him deadpan, and he just turns away. And then we get on the SkyTrain, and they're doing this bullshit. In, 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 it's a packed SkyTrain with, like, kids and moms. And I said, yeah. if you don't fucking shut up, I'm going to shut you and all your fucking friends up. Oh, my God. And, and then like, I didn't say a fucking word after that. And, like, just your, your aesthetic, how you look out the gate. I look like a twelve-year-old boy. No, you don't. You got look at your fucking arms. You got tattoos. You got a I beard. I don't look intimidating. In one you bit. look. You look intimidating. All right. But. You look intimidating. I'm t- once you get to know you, or not even that. Like, like sixty seconds into into meeting, you're like, oh, this guy's a sweetheart. But objectively speaking, seeing you walk down the street in a t-shirt, you're like, okay, like yeah, this guy. Well, I, I had to say they were. It was just inappropriate. Like they were getting ridiculous now. Like that's the, the one thing. Guy too. was full of people. Yeah. And these kids, if you just and I knew they were the kind of kids if you. Like they're not gonna do anything if you no. like, you, like no. They're the kind of kids. I'm sorry, shut the fuck we, up. They're the kind of kids that needed to encounter a bully at an earlier yeah. age and then didn't. They've, they've never experienced anything bad in their life. They needed someone to go. Hey, you know what? I don't like you for who you are, and I'm gonna take it out on you physically. And they were like, yeah, they're like grade twelve students, or grade eleven or twelve, sixteen, seventeen, maybe. And like. Then maybe they'll go, hmm, next time I feel like screaming in the middle of a, of a packed sky train, I won't. Or next time I feel like, like just uh, like, I, but the thing j- is, just, just, just like breaking, I don't know, social norms the for the sake look, of it, yeah. I won't. If I look like that, those kids, and I did that when I was young in Metrotown Mall or any place that I was going to a movie, I'd get the living shit kicked out of me. They'd not only beat me up, they'd steal all my money and my shoes. Yeah, so I don't know if that's good. And I was, I'm kind of kidding when I said they should have been bullied. Um, but also. No, but I'm saying, like, these kids don't. Like, it's like they're in an area where it doesn't matter you yelling and pulling your pants down to your ankles uh, in yeah, front of people. No. If I did that in my neighborhood when I was young, no. someone would beat me to the, in an inch of my life. Also, I'm speaking from experience. I was bullied uh, twice, two different bullies. And I remember their names. I think I've talked about this before. Um, so, like, I'm not. Yeah, but. Obviously, if you're if you're a fucking if you're a fucking asshole, 
that's just like, hey, you know what? I'm out with my friends, and I'm going to make this night about me. I'm going to make like everything about me. You need to be taken down a peg or two. Peg it. Maybe not to the point of kicking, oh, the, kicking shit the living you, shit out of them. And, and then, then they were doing their money and their shoes you, that, and all that. that. Kids all are going to no, not stealing, robbing them. But I'm saying. <laughs> Beat them till they uh, they'll never uh, yell yell at the. Th- this wasn't subtle. This was like, uh, like 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 yelling like a like a guy with schizophrenia. Yeah, bad. no, like, I'm sorry. You know, sometimes sometimes people and like that's what see bullying is a way of like of just it's kind of like a, a little bit like gossip in that it's a way for your peers to keep everyone else in check. It's keeping the social hierarchy intact. Okay, and I don't mean like boot on the throat intact. What I mean is Boot like, on the throat. hey, you're kind of being a dick right now. Stop it. That's not going to do much. And I'm like, hey, shut your fucking mouth. Kind of like what you said. Like, shut the fuck up. Well, That's yeah. going to do something. Just because the train was packed and these kids, That's just and it. they're like, "What are you doing now?" Yeah, and now I'm, I'm, I was, I was, I was annoyed by it when we were walking up there. I was annoyed yeah. by it when we were getting our tickets, and the, even the train staff was like, "Guys, tone it down a notch." And I was annoyed on the tarmac, and now they're in the train beside me. And I'm finally, like, guys, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, that I wanted to shut them up in the movie theater because I just like I could. See I, I could just see where this was headed. I was like, "You're wrecking my experience." If you want, if you want to go, if you're not liking the movie, or you want to go fucking snap someone during the movie, go down the little hallway thing and hang out there, or fucking leave. Like, this isn't your mummy and daddy's fucking theater room. I didn't pay for a ticket. I still can't believe people see... actually take out their phones in a film. Like, when did? What are you doing? You're, you're well, fucking. Who? who... How do you get there in life? How do you is that in your mind where you think it's okay to take your phone out and use it? Well, during a mo- a, a fucking movie. I'll play the bad guy here for a second, and I'll say that I mean, chances are, if this kid was fifteen and he got his first cell phone when he was like eight, and cell phones, especially the apps, are really designed. No, you, I don't to even, trigger that dopamine hit. What of are you, you even? Like, you're in up. a film. I, I'm a, it doesn't I'm, matter what how I'm good it is. I'm on your side. You could be on it all day long, but you hey, when you go into a designated room you're where you're to supposed choir. to be watching a movie, you're a fucking idiot either way. I don't care how how up to date what the technology is now. Yeah, it doesn't no, matter. Well, no, I'm saying that like part of it's a knee jerk reaction, but he should be fighting that knee jerk reaction and not fucking. I don't snapping. think it's even a knee jerk reaction. You're an idiot if you think that that's a knee jerk reaction when you're in a film with the lights down and everyone's quiet watching a movie and they're supposed to be paying attention to the film. Yeah, but also end of story. Yeah, I'm, I'm again, I'm on your side. I am just saying that like you and I grew up watching movies when we didn't have like there was no cell phones i th- that is not uh, my point is it doesn't matter if there was no cell phones or not it's still you're in a film right i again i'm just saying that like this kid probably his fucking loser parents who gave him a credit card are like yeah who cares you can take your cell phone like there's just no mutual respect which goes back to the bullying thing yeah like you don't take out your phone out of out of respect for everyone else in the theater but clearly they don't give a fuck about anyone else so to him it's like that ah, moot point i don't really give a shit which is why i wanted to go down there and i wanted to fucking I can't say that. It's just, it's just so aggravating that I've seen adults do that though. Like even people. Same thing though. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's not like it's not like oh, I would do it to like a fifteen-year-old kid and not like a fucking forty-five-year-old. I was in a movie over Christmas time, and this kid was like my age, like oh, oh, a kid, sorry, a grown man, and he texted the entire fucking film. Like, what do you even do? Why are you even at the movie? Yeah. What are you doing? Kill yourself. Kill yourself immediately. I'm not saying that about the 15 year old because he's only 15. No, but, but this second, guy, this guy that was like a 35 year old man, done, 
And, he, it and in, he, turned it his, in. he turned his screen down to the darkest, like so you could barely see it. <laughs> like a, as if, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do that. It's fine that I text someone the entire. I'm not joking when I say he texts the entire time. It was a two-hour movie. Wait, what was this? Um, Matrix. The Matrix. Uh, rep, oh, what was it? Maybe that's why he was texting. It was a bad film. Yeah, he didn't like it. I don't know what the fuck. He was a fucking idiot. And hey, then the girl behind me with her boyfriend, she was snoring at one point. I okay, could hear that's her snoring. Just a, that's just an honest I, reaction I, I, I to the was, film. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that's just an honest reaction to the film. You can't, you can't fault someone for falling asleep in that movie. It was it's crazy. Dog, it was dog shit. But yeah, that was a time where you and I were uh, aligned at different times uh, with our anger. I don't recommend texting during a movie, guys. Especially oh. if I have peanut M&Ms, because I will throw them at you. Nice to also, like, fucking, you can't wait... An hour and a half? Hour and 45? Two hours? Yeah, that's the thing about uh, Black Phone, by the way. Great fucking movie. Uh, it's a lean, like, 90 minutes. It's not like we were in there for a Fellowship of the Ring marathon-type film. Yeah, short and sweet. Short, sweet, to the point. Didn't explain what it didn't have to. It was fucking money, honey. Acting was fantastic. Yeah, all the kids, too. The kids were fucking great. Yeah. And, like, the kind of, like, it reminded me of the of the kids from It, but they were better. Oh, they're way better actors than the yeah. kids from It. Not that the kids in It were bad. They were really good. Have you seen any of the kids from It anywhere else? Well, Finn Wolfhard. Yes. He, he's probably the only one. And then didn't uh, the girl... Shit, she was cast in something big, too. Oh, was she? Wasn't she in that fucking HBO show that we liked with um, um, Mendelhoff? Wasn't she the girl at the beginning that goes missing? Oh, I don't think so. No. She was in something like that. Oh, she was. She, she was. was. That was right? her. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You have a better memory of that than I am. Yeah, yeah. Sure uh, Mayor of Easttown. Uh, she was the girl in Mayor of Easttown. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of that fucking Stephen King thing. So I'm. Which one? Uh, but you're probably right. I think it was Mayor of Easttown. It was Mayor of Easttown yeah. when she goes missing in the. Beginning. You know the one, the Stephen King with what's his face. Oh, that's good too. Holy fuck, that one's good. Yeah, uh, yeah. The miniseries. It was yeah. one season. Yeah. Uh, where they, the killer uh, morphs into the people. Yeah, that was fucked. That was a great series. Yeah, Check that, that was out. great. Yeah. I'm watching uh, The Bear right now. I don't think you can get it legally in Canada yet. It's pretty fucking good. It's an FX show. Uh, it's about... Um, Wait a minute. Was that... No, that wasn't Mirror. I think they, you're right. I think it was the other one. I think it was, right? Yeah, it wasn't Mirror of Easttown. Mirror of Easttown was another actress. What the fuck is that one called? With Ben Mendelhoff or whatever. Menzel... Yeah, he's the he, and um, and uh, what's his name from Horrible Bosses? Huh? Not Colin Farrell. No, uh, the main guy, and uh, Arrested Development. What, uh, what? Oh, um, oh yeah, Bateman. Bateman, Jason Bateman. Yeah, My he, memory's going. I and can't. he directed it. No, you got a lot on your mind. You're anxious. Okay. Yeah. He. Uh, well, he also dies in the first episode. But uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. He. Uh, he directed. I think at least the. Did it's, you watch Ozark? No, I haven't seen it yet. The, I've things. seen the first part, not the second part. Have you watched the whole? No. No. No, it's good, though. Or so I hear. I don't fucking know. So what's uh, your favorite part about... What's your favorite thing that you're going to do in Ireland? Do you know yet? you got any plans? You're going golfing? Golfing, yeah, a few times. Four oh, yeah. times. Four? Four times. Jesus Christ. Out of, the, uh, out of the eight days. And you're not shipping your clubs, right? Nope. I'm going to rent. Hell Yeah. Fucking, I heard that shipping is Where are you? What city are you staying? What is it? Dublin. You're in Dublin the whole time? Yeah, uh, my friend's uh, mom lives there. Are you going to go to the uh, Guinness Brewery, the Jameson Distillery? I, he's not telling me anything about the itinerary. Oh, whoa, there's an itinerary. Yeah. 
That's exciting. Well, Fuck I, I yeah. think you made it up in a day, but I can't wait to hear all about it. You got? Did you get the uh, Tell Us Rome from you're Home? You're gonna package? need a Ouija board. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, this might be the last. Oh, the thing Rome like home. How do I do that again? You text. Uh... I think it's automatically on, but we'll we'll take care of you. Yeah, you get that Rome like home package. I do that before I leave, though, don't I? Yeah, it's a lifesaver, man. It's an extra twelve dollars a day, but you can use. Oh, every time I do it, it always says you already have the Rome like yeah, home. Yeah, you think what? You only turn it on once, then you're good. Okay, so I think I'm fine. Yeah, and then you can you can. Yeah, it's a uh, international. It's cheaper than uh, North America. It's weird. It's seven dollars international and eleven dollars. That's bullshit. States. That means you can you can still thumb through um, uh, hardcore porn. Yeah, same thing. Grinder yeah, hardcore XXX porn. Some XXX videos. Some triple X. I wonder if the porn's different in Ireland. Probably, Probably a lot more red hair. A lot oh, more red boy. pubic hair. What? That, is that, that's a myth. Red pubic hair? Red heads in or Irish? Is that right? I don't think so. I think redheads. Uh, I think it's well documented. Scotland and, and Ireland have a lot of redheads. No. Oh, that's hot. Love that accent, by the way. The Scottish, not so much. Love that Irish. Joker. Love that Joker. <laughs> you see that uh, Batwoman stuff leaked? No. Uh, oh, it, who's directing it again? Isn't it a big uh, director? I don't think it's a big director, no. It used to be. Remember when they were saying uh, one, some director was rumored Maybe. to be directing it? It was huge. It was like a guy that's big. Like a big guy or a big name? No, big name, not a big guy. I don't know. I I don't know. All I know is that apparently Michelle Pfeiffer is the Catwoman in that universe, but you only see like a picture of her in like the GCPD or something. Oh, cool! I so would it's love the to see uh, Michael back. Keaton universe. Well, yeah, because Michael Keaton's in it. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's acting as the mentor to oh, Batman, and he's the bat. He's it, this is the same universe then. Yeah, and Brendan Fraser's playing the villain. He's playing Firefly. Oh wow! When's that come out? I think it's an HBO Max movie. Oh fuck. I wonder if they're going to dump the Flash onto HBO Max. That guy's off his fucking rocker. Oh, that's, I don't even want to talk about that fucking idiot. Ezra Miller? Yeah. Yeah, that guy's trudging for sure. Disaster. I wonder if they'll, wonder if they'll get the insanity sanity clause, and then it'll trigger the insurance, and they can just reshoot it with someone else. The guy's a walking dickhead. <laughs> He's Sorry, Ezra... guy. That they. They. Oh, right. Sorry. I forgot. So, Ezra Miller, they're what happens... When that 15-year-old Snapchatting in the theater grows oh, yeah. up unchecked. And no accountability. Zero. They go around punching people in Hawaii and taking... Yeah, I'm surprised someone hasn't beaten the shit out of that guy, guy, them. I feel like... I feel like they're very ferocious. Oh, in your face. And they just people don't have time for it. They're well, like, not okay. even don't have time for it. I feel like... I just... I feel like there's a ferocity there that um, it is quite... Would be would take me aback anyways. I just put myself in a situation. Yeah, it's like if a crazy lady at the McDonald's asking for salad dressing. Uh, like, well, you know, or just or throwing their shit. I saw a video of a guy at uh, Tim Hortons absolutely losing his goddamn mind over an iced cappuccino. I just feel like there's a yeah, there's a ferocity because you know when you see a celebrity, you go like, oh my gosh, this person. And even if they're kind of a dick, you're like, oh, like if, if they go if they go like, hey, can you leave me alone, please? You go, wow, what an asshole. Uh-huh. Well, if you look what they did, you're like, it's not really. So like, there's like a heightened uh, reaction to what they do. And with Ezra Miller, they come at you fucking guns blazing so hardcore. You go, holy shit, what the fuck is happening right now? It takes you aback, and you don't want to engage. You don't want to engage because they're so fucking psycho. Well, yeah. You guys lost the plot. They've lost the plot. Yeah. I went and saw Bill Burr. Oh, yes. Uh, speaking of people that had me trudging, show was amazing. They were great. Uh, all of the openers, uh, Bill Burr himself, he was great. But there was a lady sitting next to me that wasn't having any of it. 
She laughed maybe once, but she was very angry about a lot of the stuff being said. And I think I think her date, who was on her other side, so she's on my left, the date was on her left. Mm-hmm. I think he wanted to laugh more than he actually did. Oh, he had did. to, com- he had to, he had to uh, uh, keep his composure? Well, I was laughing at some points, and she was so icy about it. Icy. I felt, I felt like I was being judged for laughing, and I felt bad for laughing. Oh, fuck off. Who cares? It wasn't that. It I just, wouldn't care about someone fucking not saying, I would laugh. It's a natural reflex. No, I know. But there were a couple times where I was I was laughing and then I noticed there was like nothing next to me. It was, do you know how when you go to a movie and like everyone's, like, it's a shared experience and you're all having the same reaction? Mm-hmm. If there's someone not, you kind of go, well, what's wrong with you? But this is a terrible venue for comedy. It was at Roger's Place. Rogers I, I, I don't understand why comedians like well, yeah, they make more they money. Get a lot more money, a lot more seats. But like doing, uh, yeah, arena comedy. So it's so hard weird. to have a shared experience there because it's rolling laughter or some area. So it's like, so you're already kind of feeling a little bit isolated, like you're not all in this together. And then to have someone right next for me, pers- right next to me, that I would say is objectively not enjoying themselves and is maybe thinking harshly about those on stage saying stuff and then people that are responding to that in kind with laughter. Yeah, it kind of, I was kind of like, oh, fuck. Like, okay, I guess I'm an ass. This person I'll never see again. I've never before in my life, and I'll never see again. Fuck, now I feel kind of guilty. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I was like a little codependent about it. I don't know why. I would have given a f- two shit. No, I'm – hey, you know how you're a little jealous that I don't care about getting on flights? I'm a little jealous that you just don't give two shits. Well, because it doesn't matter. No, I know you're 100% right. It does not matter. Just like you getting on a flight doesn't matter. It doesn't? No, it's fine. It's scary. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? It crashes and you die. Sounds pretty fucking awesome. I guess you're right. No no more worries. Lights out, they say. Yeah, like so, and like it's not like you're going to be around to be upset about it. Yeah, but it's that uh, five or ten minutes of uh, impending doom. But that five or ten minutes of impending doom is going to happen at some point in your life. Yeah, you mean even if you're an old age or yeah. you're dying of something? Yeah. Yeah, but it's different when there's everyone around you screaming and crying. <laughs> it's a bit I, of a worse scenario. <laughs> well, I don't know. You're going to have at least a drink in your hand. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I pro- I'd probably just plug in the noise-canceling Also, iPad, and I, to- I told you, it's not going to crash. you want to know why? Because plane crashes are bad for business. They don't give a fuck about you. They care about their bottom line. Uh, yeah, you're it's just not going to happen. Like it's right, just I don't even, it's, no more talk about it. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Yeah. That being said, mm-hmm. do you have any final words? Uh, fuck it all. There you go. Perfect. That's how you want to be remembered. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Fuck you. No. Stop it. <laughs> just I'll be kidding. fine. <laughs> it's going it. to be fine. Do you have any? Do you have a plan out what you're going to watch on the flight? I always like to plan out what I'm going to watch. They have a lot. They have a big selection, don't they? Tons, yeah. They have like because it's all like a big fucking their own little tiny Air Canada Netflix esque bank. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch something just awesome. What did they just? They just added something. Oh, they added ambulance. You can watch that again. Uh, I, no, no. I know Michael Bay flick. Michael yeah, Bay joint. I know the outcome. Okay. I feel like that would be comforting. No, and the fact that they made it out to that guy to be a hero when he was willingly caused a bankruptcy, yeah, and then went on the, and then at the end they're like, he was a great man. No, 
He's going to jail for the rest of his life. <laughs> Movie's over. Yeah, but it was fun. It was a fun ride. Yeah, it was just a stupid plot. Holy fuck. Well, I feel like, I feel like you've, you've gotten colder towards it since we saw it. Because I'm thinking about it. He willingly participated in a bank robbery. Well, he was kind of against his will a little bit. No, it wasn't. He went along with it when he had to. Oh, my God. That was the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen. He was going to jail for the rest of his life. He shot at police. He shot a police officer. Well, maybe that police officer is a wife beater. Uh, no, he wasn't. It was the same guy they had to try to save the entire time. Oh, yeah, that's he right. He shot the guy. Yeah, that's going to be a tough sell. It's fucking stupid. That's going to be a tough sell. That's life in prison. I had a really good time watching the movie. No, they, weren't they like, hey, we're going to forgive this? We're going to pretend like it was the other guy? Is that he how it ended? My, no, it was fucking, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, okay. It was so stupid. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert for Ambulance, I guess, but I really enjoyed it. it oh, I, I really enjoyed it The uh, for the... The classic Michael Bay, but pff, don't worry about the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when that's most like Michael Bay movies, don't worry about the plot. You're just in it to win it with the action. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, once again, um, Jake Gyllenhaal, amazing actor. He Great just changes fucking... roles for every movie. He's a character actor to the extreme. Yeah, guy, uh, guy's hardcore. I mean, Taylor Swift has less than nice things to say about him, but that makes sense to me. I don't know how he's in a relationship. I just know he was on the screen. What, she said that he was a bad relationship? Yeah, guy was kind of a dick. Oh, who gives a shit? Yeah, it's kind of like Tom Cruise for me. I'm like, I don't really care where Shelly Miscavige is as long as you give me another movie like Top Gun. I'm happy. Who the hell is Shelly Miscavige? That's um, the leader of uh, Scientology. His wife, Shelly Miscavige, David Miscavige's wife, she hasn't been seen in years. What? I don't, what? Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Watch Going Clear on HBO. Wait a minute. They killed off who? No, they don't, they don't know if she's dead or not. They haven't seen her in years. Like, no one's seen her. Oh, maybe she's just keeping the low profile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We could ask. <laughs> we could ask uh, Tommy Boy if we ever see him. Mm-hmm. Although he'll probably. Jump Is he on still a couch on that Scientology shit? Oh yeah, dog. Do you know who else is? Maybe he knows uh, Elizabeth we don't. Moss. Isn't that upsetting? Maybe he knew something we don't. Here's the thing, though. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, I have no moral quandary about this. If Scientology were like, "Hey, if you follow us." You will be in movies, acting, doing what you want to do, guaranteed. I would be the biggest um, Ron L. Hubbard supporter, uh, bigger than Cruz, potentially. What is their premise again? The aliens came down and soiled us. <laughs> yeah, that I, 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 it's been a while since I really understood this, but basically, yeah, like the world was created by aliens or something, and there's we all have things in us called thetans and. What if we're, imagine imagine if they're know. right the whole time that their religion was the was the right one? Well, I mean, yeah. Imagine if any religion is like, yeah, we're the right religion. Well, no, but the, the I find that the you could believe that like aliens actually seeded this planet over. Uh, there's a fucking yeah, guy with a white robe in the clouds. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's like apparently, like he like like all of this information was given to him magically or telepathically or I don't know. Oh, there's, like where, a vol- you, there's a volcano, where you lose it. Yeah. A volcano is somehow evolved here where like they can't. Yeah. Or like they went into a volcano or we came out of a volcano or it's real fucked up, real messed <laughs> up. Yeah. Fuck that. And uh, they believe it. And they, they're very much against, well, here's the fucked up thing about Scientology is that like, if anyone you know is against Scientology, you have to remove them from your lives immediately. That's what's called going okay. clear. Well, then, and you have to buy, you have to like buy into the next. So like, you, like basically, imagine being yeah, part, the tears. There's yeah. tears. So you're part of a religion that goes, hey, we're gonna teach you about salvation for eleven ninety nine. That's awesome. And they just keep charging you more tears and more tears. Pyramid scheme. Yeah, basically. And then you, and then, and then someone got up to the top, and they're like, wait a minute, it's just aliens. 
But once you're in it that that far, it's like, well, now what? Well, fuck you, ride the wave, right? Exactly. You're like, well, I'm here now. So Elizabeth Moss, big Scientologist. Who else is a big? Isn't there a er- lot Erica of- Christensen? Big Scientologist. Oh, she's nobody now. But Tom uh, Cruise, obviously. Um, isn't there a lot of actors that are Scientologists? John Travolta. Apparently, John Travolta wants to, uh, wants to leave. But part of being a Scientologist is right near the beginning. You sit down and you can conf- you make a tape. You confess all the most terrible things. And if you leave, they show that to all your family and friends and your 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 place of business. Why would you even accept that? Because it's what you have to do to gain entry, and this is your promised salvation. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. They, I swear to God. So apparently they have so much on Travolta. I mean, this is all unverifiable for my end, but a few people in Scientology, including What's-Her-Face, did that uh, A&E series, Leah Remini. Apparently know. she said that they got a lot of dirt on old Travolta boy. Old fucking grease guy. Why would at this point? Why would he even care? Old Saturday. Night, that's his an, wife that's, passed away. His kid passed away. That's a great. Well, I mean, it depends on the dirt. Sixty-eight years old. It depends on the dirt. Well, hang on. Maybe we let him do Face Off two first, and then he can tank his career. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Face Off two. John, you hang in there. Yeah, hang in there hang for in Face there, Off two. Hang in there, Johnny. Hang in there, Johnny boy. I got to see that film, and then you can kind of light your. You can light everything on fire. All right, you can burn it to the ground. <sighs> Good for him. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Wrap it on up. Guys, thanks for listening. Sorry about the uh, long delay between the last episode and this one. We we're going to get shit better. To do. At that. We had lives to live. Yeah, we do have lives to live. But uh, we're going to get better. I promise you. Probably be a couple weeks before we're back because uh, Dave's going to be gone and we'll get to hear all about his uh, Irish yeah, exploits. Well, I'm going to be gone for hopefully not forever, but. You're gone eight days. Then by the time we record and post, it'll be a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to hear all about it. Have a good time, buddy. Fuck you. Enjoy the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to say? Enjoy the pod. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Get it? You guys enjoy this pod, and Dave will enjoy his. I yeah, sure yeah, enjoyed yeah. mine. That's gross. You want to sign us off? Oh, yeah, yeah. Always play front to back. There it is, guys. We love you. Thanks for listening. Rock on. We'll see you soon.